Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak to small cap executives right after recent important news. With us today, I'm happy to have for the first time Etienne Grima. He's Chief Executive Officer at Cardiocom Solutions. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol EKG. Now, Cardiocom is in that unique position where it's going to be a new story to a lot of Gorecom viewers, but it's going to be a very familiar story uh, to a lot of Cardiocom investors that have either current investors or previous investors. But for those of you who knew the story, a quick summary, uh, Cardiocom is a leading global provider of consumer heart monitoring and electrocardiogram solutions, as well as on the medical institutional side. In a nutshell, it allows for the availability uh, to remotely monitor electrocardiograms of patients. That's just the basic, uh, the basic explanation, and Etienne will give us more. More than just lip service, the company has 20-year history of licensing technologies to hospitals, physicians, remote, remote patient monitoring platforms, and several other providers. It's been a multiple award winner, especially in the last two year, couple of years, between 2015 and now, and its products are sold in 20 countries with the largest customer base located in the U.S. The company has clearances from both the, Europe, from the European Union, uh, the U.S. via the FDA, and in Canada via Health Canada, so they can sell pretty much anywhere. And the big news that they put out on February 13th was that Cardiocom now offers a smartphone-connected, FDA-cleared, 12-lead ECG belt under a new co-marketing agreement. Here to talk about that is Etienne. Etienne, welcome to the show. Thank you, George. Glad to be here. Happy to have an opportunity to speak to our shareholders in the market. Hopefully, that will start to look at Cardiocom as a potential opportunity to invest in. Well, you know, you put out some great news that February 13th was really big, had a really uh, you know, great uh, reaction from people uh, all around the markets. But before we get into that, I gave people uh, a very basic layman's overview. Could you give us a little more in-depth layman overview of exactly what Cardiocom does? Absolutely. Um, we think about a heart being monitored, we think about being in the hospital. That was the traditional way of, of uh, having your health taken care of. Go to emergency, go to your GP. Cardiocom has been providing hospitals a way of monitoring people outside the hospital for a long time. It's called ambulatory ECG monitoring. You're walking around in your daily life and you can have your heart monitored. Devices have changed significantly over 20 years. They've become smaller, easier to wear, some of them are patches, some of them are shirts, and we've kept pace with these new hardware technologies to connect them with our software so hospitals can use these different ways of making sure people outside the hospital are monitored comfortably, and they keep these devices on, because if they don't feel comfortable, you take them off, and this helps to increase the, the capacity to monitor a person's health so you can catch problems if they were to happen. This is where we have you know, basically focused on is 
making sure people don't have to be in the hospital for competent, reliable, and diagnostic ways of finding problems in their hearts. And that's a great segue into the press release uh, because that's a smartphone connected uh, EC, you know, 12 lead ECG bell, which I found fascinating. So as a software company, uh, you're adapting to new hardware that people are starting to carry with them. So how big uh, was that news last week? What does it mean for the company in terms of both sales and market recognition? Right. So we're a software technology company and we specialize in connectivity, communicating between devices and, and locations that are monitoring people. And the 12 lead ECG is one of those tests that is the hardcore traditional doctor's favorite. And you close your eyes and the image is correct. You're lying down, somebody takes off your shirt, there's wires, there's electrodes, and you're in the hospital, there's a big machine. That's gone now. We partner with innovative companies and we, we search high and low to look for these people, to find companies who know what they're doing, who can secure an FDA clearance, so that we can bring these new ways of monitoring people home. So this 12 lead ECG device, you can put it on yourself. Your mother, any, anybody who uses a smartphone can use this device. It's reliable, very, very high uh, recording quality. And we worked a long time to work with, to get working with this group in order to get to where we are now, where we have connectivity with their device, we can read their ECGs, we can run it through our workflow. And now hospitals who use our software can have patients take these devices home if they want and, and monitor themselves with a 12 lead, the gold standard for monitoring your heart health with an ECG. And then nursing homes or people who want to monitor themselves with a more robust monitoring system instead of just a single lead ECG, which is another important player in the market, the handheld devices that we've done a lot of work with. But they can now take a 12 lead, which gives you more assurity and confidence when you're communicating with your doctor. And, and this is, for me, quite revolutionary. We're very happy to have this partnership with them. And there seems to be quite a lot of interest now in enabling the device to be used on large platforms. And I've got to presume, because it's remote, uh, that I don't have to go back to the hospital necessarily unless there's a problem. I don't have to go back to my physician. It, I, I presume it downloads the data onto an app that is then uh, analyzed remotely by either a, a monitoring station or a physician themselves or the hospital, whatever the case may right. be? All of that. So we have developed options where you wear a device or you hold the device or it holds you. Your smartphone is your hub. We have one app. We've talked about this in our press releases. One app that works with multiple devices. That's a category killer right there. You're not downloading different apps for, for different devices. You have one, device, one app that can do different devices. And different devices are good for you at different stages of your, of your life, either after a surgery or just monitoring yourself in health. And yeah, that app then communicates securely. There's all these cybersecurity, malware security, uh, HIPAA compliance, all these requirements, we follow them because we're a hospital-based solutions provider. And they're built into everything we do. So that app will now send those ECGs somewhere, to a hospital or to a cloud-based system that's securely, securely uh, managed, and the doctors in the hospital can read it, or, or reading services could read it, or managed caregivers can read it. We have a reading service, we could read it. We've been running this workflow for seven years now with the HeartCheck ECG pen. So it simplifies things dramatically, and you don't have to go back to the hospital to get your results. You hopefully now go back to the hospital to get your treatment, the right treatment. 
I've got to presume also, like all disruptive technology from a cost point of view, you represent, you provide hospitals and, uh, and like you said, healthcare facilities and all, you know, all those kind of places with a great solution with, and a significantly reduced hardware expense, right? Because before you came along with this, like you said, I have to have the big machines, I have to have the, right. the nodes, the electrodes, I have to have people who are hooking them up because I've been, you know, I've, I've got ECGs in my life and it's, it looks like you're almost being hooked up to uh, a, an auto mechanic. Yeah. Uh, so does that, you driving the cost down by removing so much of the hardware side, does that make your software even that much more uh, attractive to your, your target customer base? Yeah, our customers have liked the fact that the hospital software that we use, so what's sitting out in the back end that collects those ECGs, it works with hospital-grade equipment as well as the devices that are being designed to be used by consumers. One platform, one software that will eventually, with the rest of the R&D work that we're completing, be everything ECG. It'll do consumer-based monitoring or in or hospital-prescribed monitoring easily. Right. You mentioned disruptive. So you imagine a bullseye, a bullseye with rings that are smaller and smaller. So the conventional application of medical technologies are at a bullseye point. They're expensive. You need to be highly trained to know how to use them. You have to have access to either money or good insurance and good hospitals. So the influence, the, 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 the scope of involvement is very small. And if you could move the use of those technologies out, 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 out. So let's say the next ring is I can be in any hospital. The next ring is I don't have to have a lot of money. The next ring is I don't need technicians and doctors to run the test. The next ring is it doesn't, it doesn't require any special education at all. When you're at that periphery, you're now talking about a 12-lead device you can take home, use at home, and with your smartphone, connect to a hospital yep. in a cost-effective manner. We've totally disrupted the way that ECG data or cardiac monitoring has been done from inside the hospital with your shirt off to wires to now at home at the convenience you know, at your own convenience. Our, the founder of Cardiocom, Cardiocom was started in the 90s. Um, his goal was that you'd be walking down the street and uh, an ambulance would run up, to him, drive up next to you and say, hey, George, get in. You're about to have a cardiac event. The idea was proactive monitoring while you're conducting your life normally so that you, someone could catch the signs before they become right. problematic physically challenging to you, like a primary prevention measure, and they deal with it. And then you go through whatever it requires. Maybe it's a healthcare lifestyle modification, you know, dieting, maybe it's uh, some medication, but you don't have that event, that critical event that causes you suffering. The other thing about cost, you mentioned cost. How much cheaper is it for you to do your own ECG at home than you to go to a hospital and have a nurse take up a room to put these expensive devices on and you sit in the hospital and we've all done that. We go to, you know, our doctor's office, we're waiting for not our 15 minutes to get our appointment, sometimes hours and you go to emerge. I've been there. there for hours and hours. So the cost for the healthcare system to support doing those tests is gone. It's now, it's just gone. You're doing it at home. You have a conduit to send the data to the hospital. They're already set up to read it. The results are done. You get a call. It's not the ambulance driving in, but you, get, you can get a call and, hey, come on, George, come in tomorrow. We know what's wrong. I mean, I could even see applications for, I know we're going off a tangent, but, you know, athletes, especially young athletes. Uh, how many times we've heard in the past, knock on wood, but you hear uh, student athletes who just drop and they realize afterwards that the, 
they had irregular heartbeats or regular heart rhythms. Yes. Nobody knew because nobody sends their 10 or 12 year old or 14 year old kids right. to get ECGs. So now you could probably have you know teams wearing these, yep. right, uh, and and spotting these problems in advance. So unbelievable what you guys have been able to pull off. Even geography, you know, some of the biggest problems with med with medicine is that not everybody lives around Toronto or New right. York or a big city. So the, one of the biggest disadvantages is farther away you are, your quality of health care drops because you just don't have those services. So this even there is, is, is. And you can live in the city of Toronto and you're a shut in. We can't get out. Right. Right. It's, it's in the city. We have problems outside the city. We have problems with distance and then there's financial means. If you don't have, you know, the right amount of income, or the right insurance, you have a barrier to accessing a lot of these solutions. You know, when we had that heart check ECG pen cleared, it's it's still in all the pharmacy, all the shoppers drug marts in Canada. You just walk up to the counter and buy one. Let's talk about, let me be devil's advocate here for a second. It obviously is a very big market and it has competition in it. So what differentiates CardioCom from a lot of the ECG consumer players that are out there right now. For example, I think Apple, if I'm not mistaken, has has incorporated this into their phones or their smartwatches. Into uh, their watch, yes. Into their watch. So how did you how do you beat that? How do you differentiate from that? Right. So um, kudos to Apple. Um, you know, we came out with the first over-the-counter for consumer ECG clearance seven years before them. So we're we're a pioneer. We were the first. In North America, and uh, and in and in the Canada and the United States, Alive Core was sometimes coined as being the first. They used us as their predicate device, so we were two years before them on their over-the-counter clearance. Um, these companies are extremely well capitalized, much better capitalized than Cardiocom has been, and that's what happens when you're the innovator. People take what you've done, and they they can then see the applications easier and get the funding easier. So it's great that they're doing it. They're bringing more tools to the consumers to use. Now, we know that not all tools are going to meet the needs that they're intended for. And so when you have a, a device like a, a watch or, or anything you're holding in your hand or even the 12-lead belt, and you have an app, and they talk to each other, and the artificial intelligence in that app is giving you the answers to, as to what the device is doing, right. the, the artificial intelligence I would say is going to be perfect 100% of the time in ideal situations. But we're moving around in our life. So if we're in a bus or riding a bike or jogging, our ECG, anything on us monitoring our ECG is not going to be stable. It's going to be noisy. Does that app know enough to figure out that the noisy ECG shouldn't be looked at? Or is it going to try to look at it and give you a reading? So I have a problem which is not related to my heart health, but it's related to the quality of the ECG. So you need to connect that data to something else. And a human overread is still important. It's still gonna take a doctor to diagnose you. You don't go to the hospital, you get scanned, a computer tells you you're gonna have a heart surgery. There, there are teams who will review the data because the data can be misleading. The data is not the end of it. There's your physiology, there's your attitude, there's your lifestyle. So you need something more than the AI. And we build the software that can go into the smartphone or can, that can have the AI. We have AI coming, but we, we connect it to the hospitals. And this is where we're different. Consumer companies building consumer products 
are consumer companies only. Right, so it's more, I've got a smart watch and I can take a look at it and it gives me some readings, gives me some data, but it kind of stops there. Stops there, the doctor's gonna go, okay, let's, let's do some real tests now. That's what they say. They, they're, they're not gonna use a, a they, they have to trust in the data. And that may come, it may come where the apps and the watches and the phones could be the end of the de decision-making process, but we're not there because they're not as 100% reliable under all circumstances. Again, an ideal situation, a computer looking at data is gonna be probably more accurate than 10 doctors looking at the same data point. We are a medical company, 20 years of being a provider to hospitals of medical solutions who've decided to extend this to the consumer market. So when you buy a, a device from us or you download our app, that app is a simplified version of what the hospital uses. No one else can say that. There isn't right. another company that can put out a product that is based on what the hospitals use. They mimic yeah, it. So for Apple, it's, it's a feature on their watch. For Cardiocom, it's your product. You know, that's, that's, that's right. you do. Yeah, that, and that's why I figured, but I had to ask because it's out there. And, and it's a good question. Like, you know, a lot that. of people judge the solution by what it looks like when they're buying a piece of hardware. They don't look deeper. And, and that's okay. You know, nice packaging, nice looking watch. But what's behind it? Does the company, for instance, claim that they're going to own your data and do other things with it? Are you okay with that? So there's Especially lots the of things that you have to be aware of when you look at these devices. Are they really intended to collect data that hospitals and doctors will use as part of your diagnosis? Are they going to collect data to help them develop more AI and make them more powerful and give you suggestions as to what might happen? And you should ask your doctors. Your doctor should say to you whether they are or not going to take the data and believe in it and act on it because it just means that you're going to have to get the test done again. Now, using an in-hospital procedure rather than out-of-hospital procedure. So talk about the medical markets. Where do you see, uh, you've, you've got a great product. Obviously, this last press release shows that the market agrees it's a great product, not just you saying it's a great product. And third-party credibility to me is always important. So in the medical markets where you know, you've traditionally been selling software, uh, where do you see the growth opportunities for Canada, the US, and overseas? Is it gonna be evenly spread out uh, or where, where do you see it mostly coming from? Right, so we, we have a pretty good customer base in the traditional, uh, again, ambulatory ECG monitoring market where your doctor says, hey, you need to wear a device for two weeks or 30 days, this is what you're gonna do and you're off to the races to do that. Um, We've got new software that's gonna deal with holding our position in that market space, software that can deal with larger data sets and that can run on any operating system. Now, we see huge moves now to download patient care into the community. They're called remote patient monitoring platforms or managed care groups or telemedicine platforms and health kiosks, so you don't have to go to Emerge, you don't have to go to the walk-in clinic. And we see that as a massive growth opportunity. These platforms can do video conferencing, like you and I are talking. But right. if, how are you gonna know how, I, how I'm doing physically? I might have a blood pressure cuff and I'm gonna show you the display. Okay, there's some numbers. But the ECG is the most common test done to look at a person's health. And I can't show you on a screen. You have to see the digital image. So on your monitor, you should see my ECG. No one can deliver that. It's difficult to do it because you have so many different types of devices that people might wanna use. We are device agnostic. We have all sorts of solutions to address that. 
And then how is that data represented on your screen? Is it medically credible? Well, we are medically credible. When you see it, if you were Dr. George, you'd see the same software you'd be using inside of a hospital if I was you know, using one of these expensive devices that gets attached to people versus me sitting in my home using a 12 lead belt, for instance, you're looking at the data identically. So you can make a decision. And, and, and the growth into the in-home or managed care environments, the nursing homes, that's going to be very big. And we did a press release on this with a group called Creo Health or Creo Wellness. You know, they're an example of groups that doctors and patient caregivers are, are joining to amalgamate the management of patients using good tools and facilitate the transfer of information to get a diagnosis to treat these people properly so they don't go to hospital and use those expensive rooms and expensive beds. And only the truly sick would go to the hospital for treatment. And those truly sick, when they're treated, get out faster, back into an environment where they're properly managed. And, and we see this as being an incredible opportunity for us, not just for the ECGs, but we're going to incorporate other bioscience. They're easier uh -huh. for us to do. Okay. And, and why not extend our envelope under one of the most stringent requirements to, to get a biosign cleared, which is ECGs, it's simple to bring in glucometry, spirometry, temperature, body weight, uh, all of these things will be you know, fairly straightforward once we get into those platforms. Um, Canada is changing some rules uh, as yeah. to how products are cleared and approved and so on. And so on. Does, that lay, does that make life more difficult for you or does it make it more difficult for your competition and give you a competitive advantage because you are so far ahead of things? Yeah. So you 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 know you, there's every cloud has a silver lining and sometimes every silver lining has a cloud. Um, so we expected the changes to be coming down the pipe from Health Canada on how they treat companies who sell devices in Canada, whether it's software that's cleared as a medical device or hardware. And so we're now cleared. It's called um, ISO clearance under the Medical Device Single Auto Plan (MDSAP). We received that clearance last June. We did a press release to let people know about it. But companies who don't get the MDSAP clearance will not be allowed to have their products brought into Canada. Why wouldn't they do this? Canada is smaller than the US as far as the medical market goes. So a large Canadian, a large, sorry, American co uh, company may not want to pay the cost, which is substantial to get the MDSAP clearance and takes longer to do. They may not want to go through that to keep hold of a smaller market like Canada because of the return on investment for the effort. They have to redesign the entire system to meet these standards and they might just focus on the existing US market. So we knew this was coming and we looked for companies two years ago. We started to looking for companies who were planning to get their MDSAP so we can align with their devices and continue to provide access to needed hardware technologies to Canadian healthcare organizations. The second thing that we did was we have now been working with companies who don't want to do MDSAP, which is only required in Canada, and we're going to do it for them. So that means we technically become the manufacturer of record for them. Yeah. And then these products can come into Canada. Why would we do that? There are some amazing products that are really heavily depended on by Canadian healthcare organizations, and they're going to be gone. And what will that do to providing appropriate care to patients? especially if we're talking about ambulatory ECG monitoring. They're gonna have less devices available, they're gonna to have to go to the hospital to be tested. Or there'll be less devices and more delays in getting the device 
put on you. So we want to avoid that. We want to strengthen the position of the healthcare companies, healthcare providers in Canada, hospitals, doctors, offices, uh, clinics, with continuing to give them access to good devices. And of course, that will help us because it'll leverage our software that they're using, as well as give us new opportunities to find customers who will now start to use our software. That, that's quite the silver lining in that cloud. That's what, that's that's what we're hoping. So that's Canada. On the U.S. side, you have, you, I mean, in the, in the press release last week, that's an FDA-cleared product, but that's yes. not your only product. You're ex, you're, you have an FDA clearance expected. You don't have mm -hmm. it, but it's expected. Uh, what is that, first of all? And then what are the outcomes you expect if you're, if you're successful or if you're not? And, and when right. are you expecting it? So the device is um, a small uh, handheld ECG. Um, it's Bluetooth connected, and it has the advantage that the hard check ECG band has where you can hold it in your hands or hold it in your hand against your chest. You can get a lead one or a lead two reading. Lead two is generally thought to be better by physicians for uh, giving you a better representation of how the heart is doing. Um, we really like the device. It's made by a company overseas. And we thought it would complement what we're doing quite well. It's good to control one device yourself, as we did with the HeartCheck ECG pen. Um, and we applied for, with FDA clearances on this. And it hasn't been an easy course. The FDA, uh, while we've been applying, has modified and changed some of the way things are done, I think largely because of what Apple was able to accomplish. Um, and we should be hearing you know, with the next anywhere between five and 10 days on the outcome of wow. that review. We're at the very end of all of this. We've answered all their questions, done what we can to address their needs. We believe we've done an excellent job in doing so. If we get the clearance, that's great. It gives us another um, great tool in our chest to apply uh, our technology into the consumer-based ECG monitoring. And it'll then give us a chance to bring this product into Canada. Because again, under MDSAP, this may be a problem. We may not get it. Hopefully we do. I mean, uh, that's why we do things like this. We do them to get them. We don't do them not to get them. Sure, but the FDA uh, is the FDA, so, you know. They're the FDA, and, 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 you know, there have been changes in how the FDA has been getting funded, and there's been changes on staffing, and these things do have a trickle-down effect to, uh, to companies. And I think it affects smaller companies more than it does companies as large as Apple. But we remain you know, optimistic, because that's why we did all this but it's not going to be the only device we have. It gives us more flexibility and more strength, a sharper edge to get into the markets we want. But there are going to be other devices that we will bring to market, either under an OEM relationship, like we're, you know, where people will put our name on their FDA product, or in partnerships like we've done with this 12 lead belt, which is the easiest route and fastest cycle to success. Find something that's already clear, that's really good, that isn't quite getting it in our market and we give them the lift and we get lifted with it by providing access to our customers. So we really want this FDA clearance. I think the market is looking at good things to happen. Uh, you know, the last time we got an FDA clearance, it was good times for many people. Um, and this time around, we are ready. All right, so we're gonna probably have you back on here with some good news and. 10 to 14 days. I would be very, um, very pleased to come back on and share some good news. Last question for you. You just went to a major conference, the HIMSS conference, and that's a long acronym, so I won't take yes. up people's time, but it's obviously, uh, it's in the healthcare information uh, entry. It's the largest conference of its, of its kind. You were there last week. 
how did that go from you on the biz dev point of view and the kind of contacts you're able to make there? Right. It's a huge conference, uh, incredibly interesting, uh, attended by um, some of the biggest players in all industries related to hospitals and information management systems, cybersecurity, and attended by some massive firms. We went there last year, actually at an invitation of a multinational organization um, to get into some discussions. And, you know, in this business, the wheels turn progressively, but slowly. You know, a cycle time for us is sometimes two to five years. This, for instance, this 12 lead belt uh, accomplishment took five years. Wow, to get to the okay, I didn't realize that. Five years, five years from the first time that there was a discussion. Um, so two years is pretty average in the medical industry for these sort of relationships to be formed when you're a provider of a technology. And um, what struck me at the show was the great amount of interest there was from these remote patient groups, patient monitoring groups, in getting ECGs into their platform. And every platform has their own sort of preference. I deal with the active fit people. Uh, they don't want to be looking like they're using a medical device where they could be sick. People don't want to have an impression given that they're not well when they're well. So they don't want to wear a belt, but they might want to wear a shirt, a 12 lead shirt. So that health watch 12 lead ECG shirt that we've announced that we're working with might be very useful in the active fit sports health club uh, world. And there's the people who are in nursing homes, you know, they're, they're maybe not bedridden, but they're institution ridden. Someone takes care of them. They would be excellent for a 12 lead belt. And then there's the active uh, seniors, the ones who are not living in a, a managed care facility, but they're living in a retirement community. And they might want the handheld devices. I want to use this device when I want to use it, when I feel like using it, when I'm golfing or when I'm sitting around reading or when I'm fishing. I have this device, I take a reading, easy to do, same quality regardless of the devices, same software backend, same capacity to have people overread it and give a, a conclusion, a human interpretation, and move those people through the appropriate therapy uh, algorithm that they need to be dealt with for their particular disorder. But more importantly, every platform has an option as to what they want. They've got a smorgasbord of devices that they could pick from because of us. One device, one app, multiple, oh, sorry, one medical device, one app on a phone, multiple choices. And, and they were quite intrigued by this. And I'm expecting, you know, we'll continue to be talking to these companies over the next months, just like we did when we went to Japan. You know, some questions about came from Japan. Things move very slowly overseas. But there were some very interesting relationships made with device companies and potential partners. And we continue to learn what each individual group wants as a flavor or a color for their type of platform offering. And we can accommodate that. Yeah, I, I got to tell you what's exciting by you saying that, and I'm sure people at home must be thinking about it as you're talking to Steve, not only the applications that are out there now, but the number of applications that will keep opening up uh, right. to, to, to what you guys have created. I mean, I just, when you talk about shirts for active fit people, you know, I couldn't help but think about sports teams and people wearing them so they can monitor their players, you know, both amateur, professional, semi-pro and it just makes it so cost effective. It's uh, it, it's unbelievable. So yeah. hats off to what you guys have done. Uh, hats off to your press release last week and the great market reaction to that. I think that's great. Um, and we're looking forward to having you back on because you're an exciting 
technology healthcare company uh, with fantastic software. So it looks like to me, it's, it's, it's only on the business side, at least it's, it's a question of, it's not a question of if you're going to be successful. It's only a question of degree now of the next two or three years because clearly the, you know, your software is, is attractive to the entire industry. So thanks for coming on to tell us, you know, you. what's going on at CardioCom and looking forward to having you back. Thank you very much. We appreciate the opportunity to talk and everybody here at CardioCom works hard and we appreciate the support that our shareholders have been giving us, especially the long holders. We work hard for you guys. Well, clearly, because uh, you can see in the results, you can, I mean, we haven't even had a chance to talk about the awards. So I'll tell everybody, you know, I'll end it with this. Uh, get over to Agoracom for more information about Cardiocom, either punch in the company's name or stock symbol, EKG, uh, and get, you know, great profile information. I mean, you'll see there a list of awards just in the last, you know, three, four years. Uh, unbelievable awards when you take a look at those. And that's important to me, Etienne, and that's important to, for everyone watching at home. Because it's, I would expect the CEO of the company to, to be optimistic and to think that things are going to be great. That's the role of a CEO. Otherwise, you don't have that position. That's why third-party credibility at Gorecom, third-party validation is so important to us. And when we see the kind of agreements you announced last week, we see the kind of awards that you're, that you're winning over the last couple of years, that, that speaks volumes. So uh, thanks, for, thanks for being here. Thank you. You've been watching ATN Grima. He's CEO at Cardiocom Solutions. Company trades on the TSX Venture under the, under the stock symbol EKG. For more information about the company, and I encourage you to do your due diligence, get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, read all the profile information, absorb all that information there. And then when you've got questions, post them uh, on the forum, and we'll make sure that ATN and his team uh, and get those answered for you because uh, you're going to have a lot of questions because it's uh, software in the medical space. A lot easier to understand now that we've had this conversation with Dan, but no doubt you're going to have more. And that's the way you do, you do your due diligence to discover hopefully your next great company. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time.